personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Leaf, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. I have a special guest on the line right now. It's Paul Shepard from PIB Brokerage. And I got all these questions. Paul does health insurance. And more importantly, for my landlord friends out there, he does business interruption and lost lease insurance. And we're talking about this COVID. And I want to discuss two different ways. And Paul, let's start off. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing well. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Paul you is guys? one of us, just so everyone understands. Paul is the craziest guy I know. Here's what he did. He just bought a, res- a restaurant in the middle of the COVID outbreak. And he's, what are you doing <laughs> right now? Where are you right now? I'm sitting in the parking lot of the restaurant. So when we get off this, I'm going to go in and paint and clean and help and deliver food to take out the garbage. Because real estate never dies, guys. This is the bench. It used to be called the park bench over in Stony Brook. I grew up down the block. It's the spot to go to. They got burgers. They got fries. They got wings. They got heaven. You got to check this place out. So Paul is a restaurateur by night, a bar man by night. But by day, he's an insurance extraordinaire. And what I want to know, Paul, is a lot of people have big staffs. These real estate people have big, big, big staffs. And a a lot of them are thinking we can't keep doing the work. I don't know if you saw they're restricting essential services and we're going to have to cut back on our staff, but we want them to have health insurance. Can you give furloughed employees, furloughed, meaning we're saying you're going to come back, but you're temporarily fired. Can we give them health insurance and they can still qualify and get that health insurance? The answer is yes, which is a good good answer. So there's, really, there's really two different factions here that, that are concerned the employer and the employee. Um, and it's kind of good news and bad news, like usual. For the employee, the good news is that no one's going to lose their coverage. Awesome. Um, the the carriers are all relaxing all their requirements. Uh, they're allowing a group as long as one person, and they have no way to verify this, but as long as one person is still fully employed, and that could just be the owner, right? Yep. As long as one person fully employed then all employees working or not working can stay on the plan under this new world of furlough. That's awesome. Right? In the past, if you were terminated, then you would have a, a, the option for COBRA, which means you could stay on the plan, but the employee would have to pay the full premium. So let's say I'm doing this, Paul. The, Paul, let's say I'm doing yep. this, and let's say my annual renewal comes around. I'm the only employer. I'm I'm the developer. I'm the landlord. I'm I, and I have this team, and I furlough them, and I have an annual renewal coming up. Do I have to pay for everyone's annual renewal? How does that work? Do I pay for it? Do I do it? What yes. do I do? Yes. Yeah. So again, so the good news is the employees get their coverage. The bad news is the employers have to continue to pay the premium. So the employers are going to continue to pay the premium as they were today before this happened for everybody. They are allowed to demand and collect the portion of the premium that the employees were paying prior. Oh, good. So if it was a 50-50 if it was a 50-50 split, the employer can send an invoice to every employee and say, you owe me this half of the money for, for, for your month. And the employees have to make that contribution back. Better for the employee because they're not on COBRA where they have to pay the full premium. They only have to pay the portion. If they were only paying 15% of the premium, then they only have to pay the 15%. So the good news is employees are going to keep their coverage. The bad news is the employers are being expected to continue to pay the full premium. Uh, they can apply for relief down the road. There's SBA things that are coming down the, the pike today. But for right now, they want you to continue to pay your premium. So that's tough on some of the employers. 
Well, uh, let's... But that's what they're expecting. If you just fire everybody and you, you're going to, you know, you might have some trouble on your hands. So, Paul, let's imagine that I also am an employer that's smart enough to get business un- interruption insurance or this lost lease coverage. Is that going to give me the money that I need to pay this premium for the health insurance if I'm closing down? Is business interruption insurance paying right now? What's the story with that? Yeah, so business interruption is typically not going to cover something of this magnitude. Uh, they, it, it's something that's excluded. Viruses, uh, governmental demands, uh, war, you know, there's a certain things that are just that wave of policies covered that are excluded, and executive order would be one of them. However, uh, all most associations, so the real, I'm sure the real estate association as well, and I just got off the phone with an association for uh, contractors, the associations are all recommending that everybody file a business interruption claim uh, and just get it in there because the government may force the insurance companies to pay it. And did you know, Paul, Paul, did you see in New Jersey, there's already proposals going on that they're going to force the payment. There's proposed legislation going about that. And we're seeing that everywhere. And I'm saying, I want you to know from the Bar Association's perspective, this is going to be a hotly litigated issue. And Paul's point is so important. If you don't put in your claim, you're waiving your claim. So put it in and hash it out later, hire an attorney, figure out what you're doing. Paul, so what you're telling me is that we're probably not going to get this business interruption. But we can keep them paid, we can keep them furloughed, and this is really good news. But I think a lot of people are going to have different types of policies, and they're going to have specific questions that they got to speak to you about. So the way to reach Paul Shepard at PIB Brokerage is 631-594-2267. Paul, what's the best thing over at that bench? What should I eat? Uh, the wraps, the burgers, and the wings are the best. Thanks so much, Paul Shepard. Speak to you soon. Thank you, guys. I have Morty Yankovic from Libet Law with me right now, and normally we bring Morty in from his desk because we all work together at Libet Law, but because we're non-essential, we're all at home. And Morty's calling in. I'm so thrilled to have you here because Morty's our employment expert. And Morty, there's employment stuff going on with this coronavirus everywhere, huh? There is. There's a lot. And thanks for having me, Andrew. I'm at home, but uh, you know we're still uh, we're still plugging away and dealing with this the best we can. So let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. I understand there's issues when people are in quarantine and how it works with their benefits and how it wor- isn't there like a New York law about this? Yeah. So actually, um, there's a federal law and a New York law that was passed in the pa- in, in the last week. The federal law provides for emergency paid sick leave and an expansion of the Family Medical Leave Act. And the New York law um, provides benefits in excess of what the uh, of what the federal laws provide. All right. So all I heard when you just said that is lawyer speaks jibber jabber. So can you tell me in plain English what I should know? I own a company. I am a contractor. I am a real estate broker. I'm a developer. I got staff. What do I need to know if someone gets quarantined? So if somebody gets quarantined under the uh, federal law, if you have 500 or, uh, or less in employees, then you have to offer 80 hours of paid sick leave at, the, um, at their regular rate of pay. Morty, what happens if, if I have 50 or under? 50 or under. Am I still under this? Well, well it's, it's, it's good you, you mentioned 50 because yeah. under the federal law, there's actually a hardship exemption, and it hasn't been defined yet, but what the hardship exemption is, is employers with 50 or less employees may be exempt. I'm, I'm going to speak uh, legal gibberish because this is 
this is what the law says and hasn't been interpreted yet, where the imposition of such requirements would jeopardize the viability of the business. I'm feeling jeopardized. So what I'm what, yeah. you're, what you're saying to me is that the federal law requires me to get, extend benefits if I'm 500 or less employees, and these benefits are going to cost me a lot of money. Isn't that what I'm understanding? Yeah. That, yes. The paid the paid sick leave, 80 hours of paid sick leave. So I'm going to cap, but it's capped at 511 dollars per day and five thousand one hundred and ten dollars total but that's a lot of money and if i have 50 employees what you're telling me is if i have a hardship i can apply and i better apply because if i don't apply and i don't pay out the money now here's my question though morty when we use the word quarantine is this new york essential service non-essential service so if my staff are non-essential are they considered quarantined under this law, or is quarantine based on them having the coronavirus and having to be isolated? Because quarantine and isolation are two different words, and I want to understand how that works. Okay, so under the New York law, it ha- you have to be quarantined or isolated pursuant to a state order. Well, isn't this a state order, like the executive order that says that non-essential employees have to be home? Right, so, it, but n- correct, but you would have to you would have to presumably test positive okay, for so, coronavirus. Yeah. So just so I'm understanding, if my office is closed, my staff Correct. is home, and no one tested positive, that's not what we're talking about here. For the New York State, but for the federal law, um, it, it's it's a little broader in terms of what it covers. Um, it covers people who are subject to quarantine as a result of the coronavirus, but also people who are symptomatic while they're trying to get a medical diagnosis and also um, people that have been advised by a doctor to quarantine. So, so it's, a lot, it's, it, it's a lot broader. But what I noticed, I don't know if you watch Governor Cuomo every day at 11. I like to watch him. He was very yeah, careful. He's, he's doing a great job. He was very careful with the words. He got very mad a few days back when someone said, you're telling everyone they're quarantined. And he said, that's not what I'm saying. And maybe that's what he was really trying to get across is, as you're saying, under the federal law, there has to be a physical or health ailment corresponding with it. So just because my business is closed down doesn't mean everyone gets paid leave. Is that what you're explaining to me? Well, if your business closes down for financial reasons, you don't have to give them any leave. But yeah, it has to be, they have to qualify under these provisions and your business has to has to remain open. But it's very ambiguous because it, it they might be health, might not be health. It might be federal is different than state. And as you said, there's different number of employees. And as you said, there's an exemption. So what I'm really hearing from you is if you're thinking about laying off your staff before you do anything, you better speak to your employment lawyer and find out the rules under these different programs. Because if you don't, you're going to get sued. Correct. And there's also, we didn't get into the uh, family leave uh, benefits that are also available under federal and New York state leave, and that allows you to be out for longer. But Morty, how could I get sued? Because the New York states are closed. That's what I saw. I'm not going to get sued. The New York state courts are closed. They can't, they can't sue me. Where are they going to sue me? Yeah, but it's going to reopen and then they can, uh, they can go, they can go back um, a number of years. Um, So they don't have to sue you right away. They have time to sue you. So what about uh, the federal courts? The federal courts are still open, so you so, can get sued under federal law. So what we really need to understand is you got to consult with an attorney about both the New York Paid Leave Act and the Federal Families First Coronavirus Response Act and make sure you know what you're doing before you lay people off. Thanks, Morty. Absolutely. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. 